Pastors Michael and Brenda Brunzo welcome you and thank you for listening to the following message. This message was recorded during a regular service at Faith Fellowship Church. The Bible tells us in Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So we believe this message will encourage and strengthen you in your daily walk of faith. God bless you as you listen.
of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the streams of water that bringeth forth its fruit in its season. Whose leaf also doth not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. You know, there's some truths about seasons. You can't pray a season away. Ecclesiastes 3 1 says that there is a season for everything. You know, it, it, it's time given, it's allotted, it's God ordained. And we know that great seasons are from God because the Word says that every good and every perfect gift cometh down from the Father of lights. Amen. And we believe that and we know that, but we also have to understand that the bad seasons that we deal with. Did God send them? No, God didn't send them, maybe. But He's allowed them to come your way. And if we hold on to Him and we hold on to His truths, we know that everything that happens in our lives will turn for our good. Romans 8, 28, my favorite part. We know that all things work together for good for them that love the Lord, for them who are default according to His purpose. So everything that happens to me, whether it's good or whether it's bad, I know that God will work it and he'll turn it for my good. First Corinthians 10 verse 13 says, No test or temptation that comes your way is beyond the course of what others have had to face. You know, all we have to remember is that God will never let us down. He'll never let us be pushed past our limit. We don't know what our limit is. But he's always there and he'll always help us come through. Amen. James 1, 2 through 4 says this. Consider it a sure gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your life, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything premature. Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. And then in verse 12 of that chapter, it says, Anyone who meets a testing challenge head on and manages to stick it out is fortunate. For such persons, loyal, loyally in love with God, the reward is life and more life. Amen. So we got to hang on, you know. Uh, we can pray for help in our season. You know, in fact, James tells us in verse 5 of this chapter, you know, after telling us that we should let trouble do its work in us, verse 5 says, if you don't know what you're doing, pray to the Father. Why? He loves to help. Amen. He'll help. The seasons are set, but he'll help. He'll help us get through them. You know, we, we can't pray for a season to change. We can't pray a season away. 
We can't force a season to change. No, we can't make it any warmer outside. We can try all we want to, but it's not going to work. You know, we can worry all we want. We can fast all we want. You know what? It's fall, and winter's on its way. Amen. We can't do anything about it. You know, you can run for a season, try to avoid it, but you can't change it. You know, a lot of people run from winter. Amen. Called snowbirds. They go to Florida every year, and they stay till winter's over. Amen. But you know what? It's still winter there. So. <laughs> you know, when we're talking about spiritual seasons, all we can do is when we try to run, we just drag our new season to our new location. I've had people say, well, you know, I left that church or I left this church because, you know, there are problems there. I go to another church and there's problems there. You want to tell them, look in the mirror, you're the problem. I'm going to But that's the way it is. You know, we can go and we can try and go somewhere else and try and do, try and change locations, but you know what? It's still winter. The season is still there. And you don't have to understand the season to learn from it and be changed from it. Do you think Job understood why? Why was he going through the season that he went through? You know, we, we know that he didn't understand why. He questioned. He said, why me? What did I do wrong? He didn't understand, but he learned. And you might not understand what you have, why you have to go through what you're going through right now. But learn from it. You want to learn from it. Because here's the secret to it. If you don't learn from it, you will stay in it longer. Learn your lesson. You're going through a trial. You're going through a tribulation. Learn your lesson. Learn from it. Amen. Move on. You know, if, if some seasons last longer than others, you know, if you're in a great season and that's the case, you're happy. If you're in a bad season and that's the case, you're not happy. You know, long seasons aren't always good seasons. Have you ever been in a tough season or a rough season and think that it ain't ever going to end? You know, David dealt with that too, huh? You know, at least 18 times in Psalms, David wished his season would change quickly. And he expressed it to God. He said, how long? How long will you judge unjustly, God? How long are you going to hide from me, God? How long are you going to wait, God, before you move? How long will you allow my enemies to prosper? These are all questions that David asked. 
Some seeds of the same too long. But the thing that is, all seasons will end. Good seasons end. That's the Israelites. They had been living a blessed life in Egypt because of Joseph. And just like that, the season came to an end. Exodus 1, verse 8 says, A new king came to power in Egypt who didn't know Joseph. Just like that. Their good season ended. He feared the Israelites. He made them slaves. But the thing is, even when those good seasons come to an end, you have to realize too, bad seasons come to an end also. You know, it may seem like our bad season is decades long, but it'll end. You know, Job could testify to that fact. Joseph could testify to that fact. Daniel could testify to that fact. Your bad season will end. You know, the length of the season might indicate the importance of a lesson that needs to be learned in that season. If you're there for a while, we need to look around and find the lessons. Our choices help determine the length of the season. Good choices lead to longer good seasons. Bad choices lead to longer bad seasons. And we'll call us that bad season to continue. But seasons will change. But you can rest assured in this, God will not. Amen. You know, don't trust the season. Trust the God of the seasons. You know, if you're in, in a prosperous season, don't trust the blessing. Trust God. Trust the blessing. If you're in a bad season, focus on God rather than what's happening around you. You know, in spite of the change that that we might endure, you know, we should expect God to remain constant and sure. You know, His faithfulness isn't based on the season. You know, that's why Job could say, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. When you can't trust your season, But all seasons could be beautiful. You know, how can we say that? You know, you, you might say, well, you don't know what I'm going through, Brother Darrell. I'm not the one that said it. God said it. You know, the season that you're in now might not seem beautiful. However, in the fullness of time, the season will produce beauty. Verse 11, Ecclesiastes 3, he makes everything beautiful in his time. (coughs) 
Just work together for a minute. We quoted that scripture just a little while ago. Fruit will come out of it. Fruit will be produced. You know, even painful seasons produce fruit. You'll prosper. The thing that is, you might not recognize the beauty till after the fact. Verse 11 says, says it will be. He makes all things beautiful in his time. It will be beautiful. Not in this beautiful right now. Might not be good now. One day will be future tense. Time reveals the beauty. You know, some of the stuff that you went through ten years ago, five years ago. 20 years ago, five months ago, at the time seemed terrible, seemed awful, seemed like the end of the world, and now we look back at things and we laugh. Because we realize that those things that we went through are helpful and they're productive and they cause us to grow. It causes us to mature as a Christian and it's become productive in our life. So, you know, now we know these know these truths, you know, we 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 be aware of the season that we're in right now. Gotta embrace the season, you gotta learn from it. If it's a good season, steward the season. You're in a good season, don't fear the change. But plan for the season to change. It's coming. If we're in a bad season, keep the faith, keep hope alive. And plan for the season to change. Well, there's tough seasons. You know, I, I, I wish I could tell you that you didn't have to face any tough seasons in this new year coming. Wish I could tell you that you're, if you're in a tough season right now, that when the calendar flips to 2024, everything is going to be sunshine and roses for you. That all your struggles are going to be over, and that new season is going to begin with a new year. But you know what? I can't do that. But what I can do is try to help you and equip you to be ready to endure that tough season so that you can prosper and so that you can get to a good season. When you're going through a tough season, be careful who you listen to. You know, uh, David gives some good tough season advice. Don't get counsel from the ungodly. The sinful or the scoffer. You know, when things get tough, we talk to crazy people. You know, you're at your wit's end, your life is in shambles, and the only thing they can do is offer you a stupid cliche. You know, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. What has that got to do with anything that I'm going through? Well, they'll tell you, let go and let God. But what does it? 
pity just makes you stronger. And you leave saying, thinking to yourself, oh yeah, I get stronger, I'm not sure. they're not any help. And then there's people that you talk to that think they know scripture. They'll come off with something silly like, you know, the word of God says, don't worry, be happy. just to make it today. Too many people turn to people like that for answers. But what we got to do is we got to tune into people who give us godly and sometimes painful counsel. You know, too many of us turn to culture for answers during a tough time. Too many of us listen to folks whose value system doesn't line up with the Word of God. tough time financially and and rather than listening to God who says for us to give we hold tighter give and it shall be given oh we don't like that answer so we listen to somebody else we listen to somebody who doesn't know God or trust God and try to do what they say, but just hold on tight to everything that you can. When we invest in material things, so our season doesn't change because we're in disobedience to God's Word. Here's the thing. You shouldn't listen to folks that have been married five times if you're having relationship problems. <laughs> shouldn't listen to folks that can't get along with anyone when we need them by some friendships. You know, David tells us to make sure that when times are tough, we guard against listening to scoffers. We can't afford to listen to negative talk. When times are difficult, we surround ourselves with scoffers. They're like, I believe, plant seeds of doubt in us. Amen. And the word scoffer there literally means to make mouths at. In other words, these are folks who make faces at God's promises. They mock God's timing, they mock God's promises, they ridicule God, and they ridicule, ridicule you for trusting God. If we sit with them, which in the original means to be married to them, Amen. their lack of faith rubs off on us. we got to avoid them in the tough seasons. Their negative attitude will cause you to stay trapped in tough times. But we have to talk to ourselves. You know, when you're going through a tough season, you may already be talking to yourself. You know, usually during tough times, the, the type of self-talk we begin to engage in is self-doubt and, and defeatism. However, David instructs us clearly that the kind of self-talk 
which is what the word meditate means. That we have to engage in a self-help based on God's Word. we got to begin speaking God's Word to ourselves over our lives and over the things that we're going through. You know, when we're going through that tough season, we have to remind ourselves of what God says about us. If it's a tough season, remind yourself that you're the apple of God's eye. Amen. That you're called, that you're chosen, that you're loved, that you're favored, that you're protected, that you're the head and not the tail. Amen. That you're more than a conqueror. David practiced that. You don't remember when he had lost his family to the Amalekites and all of his men wanted to kill him? David encouraged himself in the Lord. He meditated on what God had already done and on who he was in God. So what has God said about you? What promises have you received? Some of us need to just have a long, Bible-based conversation with ourselves. You know, we've heard what everybody else has said. What does God say? We need to go back and remind ourselves of what God has said about us. When times are tough, you've got to stay planted. You know, the final piece of advice that, gave, that David gave for enduring a rough season is stay planted. Is your relationship struggling? Stay planted. Is your spiritual life shaking? Stay planted in your church. You know, too often our struggles continue in the tough season, gets lengthened. Because we refuse to stay planted. Covenant brings blessing. But covenant also requires faithfulness and commitment. Covenant requires roots. Your willingness to, to stay planted and rooted determines whether you're going to prosper or not. If you're constantly pulling up roots, you're not going to prosper. When we fail to stay planted, we continue to have a hard season. If you're not planted, you wither and die. Part of Satan's curse when he fell was that he had to go to and fro. There wasn't any place to rest. When you're in a tough season, you want to go to and fro. Offset that you got to drive down roots. You got to stay planted when you're in a tough season. You want to do that. You want to go back and forth. We got to set down roots. We got to put roots down in relationships to the body and to spiritual disciplines that will keep us connected to the lifeblood of God. Without roots, there isn't any life. Your season might be tough. Guard your ears. So you might feel like you're barely making it through. 
talk to yourself. Encourage yourself in the Word of God. When the season might seem dry and long, stay planted. Put down roots. Why? Because if you do endure, if you go through it, if you make it through, you're going to prosper. That good season's going to end. And, uh, good season will end. The bad season will come on. But you know what? The bad season ends, and the good seasons come on. Well, think about it for a second. What season are you in? And remember this, as you're going through your season, remember to pray for everybody else that's going through their season. Amen. Amen. Uh, God bless you all tonight. Get you out of here a little bit early. Appreciate your attendance. Everybody be sure to come back Sunday morning, 10.30, ready to praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you all. This concludes this message. Thank you for listening. We pray that it's been a blessing to you. For more information about FFC or its ministries, please contact the church office. God bless you, and remember, Jesus is Lord.